salmon broth like things. Hello, Sam. Whoa. You just jumped right in the show. I jumped into the show. It's episode 68 of Sam and Ross Like Things, the show where I'm Sam. And I am Ross. We talk about things that we like with no hedging. It's episode 68. Uh, do you hear the clickety clackities in the background? That is your uh, your dog. She's so old and she spends the majority of her life asleep on a couch. And in the instant we started recording, she decided to walk around. Yeah, because I'm interesting. She does look kind of interested in you now that yeah, I look at her. I let her sniff my hand. Maybe she's skeptical of you. Look at her face now. Mm. Oh, <laughs> you got a puppy dog face. How's how's it how's it going? It's going great, man. I had a good weekend. Huge week. Huge weekend. It just rained forever and a day. And I'm excited to be here with you tonight. I am Sam. too. I am too. It's episode six eight six eight er. Yes. You have some follow-up. Oh, we I ha- do. Yeah. I, I will jump right into it. Um, I got a Nalgene. Did you get this beautiful same kind of I got. I said, Nalgene? Ross, tell me exactly which one to buy. And you sent me the Amazon link. First, you sent me an Amazon link of like all the Nalgenes. Yeah. And that was overwhelming. There's a surprising large number of uh, Nalgene choices. Yes. So I said, no, 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 no. Just tell me which one to get. And you did. And I got it. And I think it was the exact one that got destroyed. Yeah. Not the exact, exact one, but the same same make and model. Yeah. And I like it. Have you, um, I don't know, tell me, have you had some adventures with it, taking it outside? I've taken it in my bag, and I've had more water with me. Do you feel more hydrated? I do, and I took it, took it with me to a cookout, and I drank less alcohol because oh, I was drinking yeah. water. Nice. Yeah, it was good. Um, like- does your bag have like a spot for it? It does. But I'm worried that it will be too stretchy out of that pocket, so I can't use it for anything else. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you're just tossing it in the top? So I'm, I'm putting it in inside. Cool. Inside. It is leak-proof. It will never leak, so. Well, you, I don't want to jinx it by saying that. I mean, it won't. You can say whatever you want. Okay. <laughs> so that's a follow-up there, and then I had a follow-up question for you. Yes. A few episodes ago, my like was constitutional law. Yes. And I give you homework. And I was curious how far you've gotten. I'm still in chapter one. I, so my homework was to read Six Amendments by uh, regular Justice John Paul Stevens, Chief Justice John Paul. What is he? Retired Justice Stevens. Never the chief. Never the chief. Okay, so regular Justice Stevens. And um, I'm still only in the first chapter because then I got distracted by more science fiction. Sure. But uh, it is more readable than I thought it would be. Yeah, the first chapter is about like adding four words, right? Um, Something like that. I haven't gotten very far. It's about a thing that I hadn't thought of before. Um, yeah, it's, I think the first chapter is about adding a line that the Constitution says something like, judges have to be bound by the laws of Congress, and it doesn't specifically say state officials, but state oh, judges. yes. And so... Anti-commandeering rule is the title right. of the chapter, but yeah, you, you can't like for the state officials can just be like, no, I'm not doing that, and there's a conflict of whether federal government can make right. a state person do a and, federal government. The thing. argument is that the supremacy clause doesn't let them do that, but they it actually does. But there's just bad case law, 
And so he says, add these four words, like, and state officials too. I don't think it doesn't say too, but yeah. <laughs> I told you it was really readable, right? He, yeah. He's just out there trying to make it more readable. For everybody. So anyway, yeah, I'm so still I'm, working on it. I'm glad you're working on it. Yep. And then uh, last bit of follow-up. I didn't say follow-up. So last bit of follow-up. Uh, we got an email saying, hey, um, we sent a postcard to your P.O. box, which is... <laughs> Sam Ross like things. Care of Sam Davies, P.O. Box two five nine one four, Richmond, Virginia two three two six zero dash five nine one four. Right. So that's the P.O. Box, and it's like we haven't heard uh, our postcard on the show, and we rode our bikes, in fact, with our kids to go check out the P.O. Box, and the P.O. Box was empty. So you we, and I rode our. Yeah, we. Yeah. You and I rode our bikes. Yes. And the post office box was empty, so we think it might have gotten lost in the mail. Um. And so what Huge I'd bummer. like to do is, if you wouldn't mind, Ross, reading aloud the email we got from this listener, and I hope that will go to some way to hope, uh, making them feel better. A soothing balm on a their- A soothing balm on- It's, it's, it's kind of a bummer that the mail didn't get here, but we like that you sent it. Yeah. So here it says, hi, Ross. We just listened to the latest Sam and Ross Like Things podcast and had fun with the year in review for season one. I had fun with that too, by that the way, was a good, Sam. That was a good idea. Um, it was fun to hear about where you stand on some of those old like primes. But we are very concerned when we didn't hear any mail from the P.O. Box read. Over a month ago, we sent a really awesome postcard made of wood with dragonflies painted on it. I bought it from Lewis Skinner Botanical Gardens gift shop and was just super pumped to have my kiddos fill it out and send it in. Ever since then, we have just been so patiently waiting to hear from you guys and your reaction to it. I really hope it didn't get lost in the mail. Maybe Sam didn't check his P.O. box before recording the episode. Well, why would that, that's, true. that's yeah, never happened. It, it, so that was entirely <laughs> true, but then we did check it. And, yeah. yeah. Anyway, I hope it arrived safely. It didn't. We can't wait to hear episode 68, which is now Meredith, Simon, and Drake Dash. So that's a real bummer because it sounded like an awesome postcard. It's like an extra good postcard. Yeah. So we're not about bummers. No bummers. No bummers. No bummers. But um, thanks for sending it in. We really appreciate it, Dash family. Yeah. Cool. Um, other, other, and don't let it dissuade you from sending postcards. Yeah. Uh, speaking of which, we did get oh a postcard. It's not the not not. It is not the. Not the lost postcard, oh, okay. but this is a postcard, and I'm handing it to Ross now. Okay. Whoa. Oh, this postcard's sweet. So on the front, it says Finland, and and it has an illustration of what I'm assuming is Finland, and it feels. Um, what would you say, Sam? Like Nordic in style? Would you say? Yeah, that? it's 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 pre postmodern. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. No, I, I, <laughs> whatever that means. That sounds perfect. Yeah. All right. On the back, it says. Wait a second. This was actually sent from Finland, Sam. Finland, uh, Chicago? I don't know. The, the, Chicago. The stamp. It's not, a, it's, not, it's not even a good joke. <laughs> it says, the stamp says, Suomi, Finland. It's a rad stamp looking stamp. And it's got, and it's got a, it's got a. Postmark? Thank you. I was going to say stamp again, because it is a stamp, but just not, in this context, it's very confusing, right? We've got a stamp. And then, uh-huh. got, and then we've got another stamp that's like a chachunk stamp. Uh-huh, the postmark. Yeah, and which also corroborates that it's from Finland. Awesome. Okay, here we go. Are you ready? Thanks for bringing Richmond to us while we're away. Nope, that's not even what it says. Let's try that. You can fix that in post. <laughs> Thanks for bringing Richmond to us while we're abroad. Boom. Makes yeah. way more sense, right? Heather likes... Oh, okay, so this is from the Chris Lips. Okay, cool. 
and it has some likes. And normally when we get a postcard, we do the, the postcard likes in this section, right? Is that true? Yes, that's true. That's that's how we've done it traditionally. Okay, so Heather likes winter swimming in the Baltic Sea. What? Do you think that's freezing? I'm sure it's not warm. <laughs> it's in quotes, winter swimming. Do you think it's like that's like a a double entendre of some sort? Like winter swimming is what we call when we go to the beach and sit on the beach and drink by a fire? I think I'm guessing that's not technically winter, but it's still cold. Ah, okay. That makes way more sense. Okay, continuing. Grace likes the I can't read the word. Oh, here we go. Grace likes the taxidermy collection in her school. Whoa. You, you can see why I had pro like problems. Contextualizing because yeah. that's not normally a thing that we have in our school. No, in no. And then Rena likes unicorns. Oh, those are good likes. That's a good set of likes. And then together, combined, we all love Richmond. Oh, that's an awesome postcard. Thanks, Chris, for a postcard literally from Finland. That's great. Is this the farthest postcard we've ever gotten? Finland. We got uh, one from the yeah. other side of America. Ooh. Surely Finland's further Finland's away. Finland's gotta be farther gotta away. Be. Gotta be. No way of knowing. Anyway, that was awesome. Thank you. Do you wanna do um some more stuff other people like? I would love to I would love to do that part of the show, Sam. All right, let's do that part of the show then. Stop! Here we go. <laughs> um Liz, like, is it a is it a long list? Oh, Sam, I didn't even tell you about this list. It is a long list, and I was a little nervous because I there, I put it on Twitter late. You did, and there wasn't a ton of stuff. But like, I don't know wherever you wherever whatever I got in the show notes here, and it was filled with beautiful likes. That's great. I attribute that to your work. I I, I live to serve. <laughs> that's kind. <laughs> All right, here we go. Big long list. Let's do it. <laughs> Sorry, uh, Liz. <laughs> Liz likes Call the Midwife and Bold Rock Sampler Pack. The first thing is a show. It is. Yes. Boom. And the second thing is booze. Uh, is beer booze? Yeah. I, I say booze for all. All alcohol? All fermented. Yeah. All, all alcohol. Not, I wouldn't call like sauerkraut booze, obviously. Right. Right. <laughs> Kombucha. It's yeah. a living living beverage. Um Kat likes That's my wife. She likes smelling gardenias through the window in the rain. Yeah. That's a good like. Isn't it a good like? Man, I'd tell you what. I I'm super into rain smells. Um I like lots of rain smells. Yeah. Like yeah. I've I've been really unlucky this past like two weeks riding my bike. I've been just caught basically in every single storm that has happened. I've been caught oh, no. on my bicycle. Um, but you but it's everything like right before and after. There's like some good smells going on in the city. Yeah. Uh, Imogen likes pesto. Yeah, that's my daughter. She likes pesto. They they made pesto recently and ate it. That's awesome. I feel like pesto is a um, what's it called? You know, like a, a sum of the parts situation. Where everything gets better. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We have basil in the yard, and uh, I think that was what was used. Well, you made it from your own, own sweat stock. and blood and stuff? That's Not awesome. mine, but... The, and I've been using this app. It's called iNaturalist, where mm. it's... I think it's from National Geographic, or at least they partner with it. You take a picture of something that is alive, and then it will go beep, boop, 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 and say, this is basil. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> are you serious? Only, yes. Like, 
I just said that twice, Sam, and all of my devices <laughs> went off. I am serious. <laughs> That's annoying. Okay. <laughs> Listen, I so I walked by a tree today. Uh-huh. And it's it's not a real tree. It's like a weed that has grown into a tree. Yeah, pokeweed. And it's not pokeweed. Oh. But it has these huge long, tracks of land. <laughs> huge tracks of land. Um, huge long seed pods that are like green beans, but long. Like like a foot and a half long. Uh-huh. Have you ever and I was today I was trying to like look up on my phone as we were walking by, what is this? iNaturalist. Okay. I need I have some homework. Yeah. To go identify this plant with iNaturalist. Is it beep boop boop with with, with machines, N- right? It's yeah, it, it looks on the internet. It doesn't actually make those noises. Missed opportunity. Okay. Lorelai likes That's my other daughter. Likes making granola with her mom and then eating it. Yep. They've been making granola and it's delicious. Uh, can I get a recipe, you think? I'm sure you can. Okay. Okay. Ross K, who is not me. That's that's correct. Did you, did you Ross K and I had a hangout. Th- I, I think you need to keep reading. Ah, dang it. I always do this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I will keep reading. Ross K likes finally getting the official meet, <laughs> finally getting to officially meet the other Ross, which <laughs> is you. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'll entertain it. Um, buying him a beer, which did happen, and biking with him. Driving my car so infrequently. That, oh, this is a new like. Driving my car so infrequently that I worry about it not being used will become an issue. And Blanchard's Midnight Oil. Okay, this is true. I met the other Ross. We had <laughs> we had some good bike hangouts. It was a lot of fun. Neat. And then um, we also got Blanchard's Midnight Oil. Actually, just the other day, it's in the it's in the cabinet. What's that beer like? It is coffee. What's that coffee like? <laughs> it is very dark. Like it is something that Valerie likes. Is it a as lot. dark as dark or darker than dark I as think dark? It, it's I my opinion <laughs> my opinion of it is that it is it is not as dark as dark as dark. Not as big as medium sized jock, but bigger than we jock jock. Kind of. <laughs> I, I think it has more intense flavor than dark as dark, but isn't as dark. Ooh. Yeah. So your mileage. More intense than dark as dark, but not as dark as dark as dark dark. Yes, correct. You got it. Got it in one. Okay, continuing. Becca likes watermelon. I love it so much, and it's coming into season. Watermelon is pretty great. Yes. I was just having a conversation with someone the other day about pickled watermelon rind. You know that? I'm into that. Yeah, me too. Me too. Davis likes uh, my mechanical pencil. It's a... Oh, have we talked about this on the show? Yeah, I've got one right here. Oh, the Kuru Toga. It rotates the graphite while I write, so the tip is always sharp. Yeah, it does that. What? Yeah, so you write, and then when you pick up the pencil and put it down, it rotates at the slightest fraction so that the you're always on the tip of it. So Sam has one. He's handed it to me. And it is, just to do a little mini review, if I may. Yeah. Um, it is thicker than I thought it would be. It's like a... It's like a, it's like a normal-sized mechanical pencil. Oh, really? Is this how... It yeah. feels meatier. I'm writing with the pencil. Like Try to do really fine like letters. Like Try to make them real small. Whispier. <laughs> this is a nice pencil isn't it is this you your, see, the, see the little rotaty i'm having a hard time seeing the rotaty because i'm going slowly more and more blind yeah but i'll believe you yeah um is this your everyday carry pencil uh yeah that's awesome um did i where did i leave off here karen likes homemade guacamole particularly after i realized how easy it is yeah awesome um i like guacamole because um, remember when? Remember when the New York Times put peas in guacamole and everyone like had a meltdown? I I I do remember that. 
I say guacamole is a little bit like a food burrito in that you just put whatever you want in guacamole, man. Like, what do you got? Within a certain realm, you can do anything. I'm with you. Yeah, I'm in. Uh, plof master likes. Uh, you know what? You know what, Sam? I got another plof down here at the bottom. He gets we can two. double plof. Let's double plof. Plof master likes Steven Universe so much that it makes me cry. I we're, haven't seen it. We're like halfway through the first season. Is it good? Um, yeah, it is. It is good. It is weird. Awesome. I'm so, I like good and weird things that I'm, make me cry. Yeah, it, it, it's. I, I'm. I'm. Me and Jay are gonna work through it. Um, Occasions for a good cry are so few and far between that I I welcome them. Oh, interesting. Would you say, Sam, that it is, there's a difference, right, between life-based cries and whatever else we're talking about, uh, cries, right? Emotional cries that are cued by the musical score. Yeah. Yeah. They're different. Yeah. Okay. Just a small tangent, if, if you'll allow it. I'll, I'll allow it. I watched, someone in our Slack posted a link to that, to that guy's presidential cam- campaign, Charles something. Yeah. And it, it had the music. He was, he was saying stuff about the Constitution, this guy. Yeah. We'll put it in the show notes. He was saying stuff about the Constitution, and they had cued the, the music behind him made me feel intense emotions. But yeah. then I had like a really distinct feeling of like, if it was like Benny Hill theme song or whatever. <laughs> yeah. You'd be like, well, look at this guy talking dumb stuff. Like, why is he such a dumb talker? But because they had that amazing score, I was like, how do I vote from twice? It's almost like they did that on purpose. It is. It's such a weird thing. Yeah. Anyway. Um, but if, if you read his words, they were they actually would have. They actually are pretty good words. They're really good words. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Susan, who is your mom? Mm-hmm. Likes when I go for a haircut, I can sit down in the chair, take my glasses off, close my eyes, and trust that Diane will work magic. That's pretty great. I wonder how lengthy the relationship with Diane is. Like, how long do you have to have your hair cut by a person to have that kind of trust? I would say, from my personal experience, um, like third session. Oh, really? Maybe even second. Hmm. I get after the second, so going into the third. Okay. So you had two successes under the belt. Correct. Gotcha. Um, Nick likes everything Peaked Designs makes. This must be camping, right? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure it is. Uh, Meditating in public spaces. Neat. Always on VPNs. Ooh, yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Practicing being kind when I don't want to. These are good likes. They are. The golden hour for photography. This is super true. What is, that's when that's when is that? What does that mean? I think it's early evening. So like the sun has gone down enough where like the light has warmed up because of the you know when the sun goes when the light's passing through more of the atmosphere and the red stuff starts to happen. You know what I'm talking about? Nope. You know how we have sunsets? Yes. Like before that time. Okay. When everything feels like a little warm and golden. Oh. Cool. Um and then finally Nick's like you Nick likes YouTube. YouTube? I'm a big fan of YouTube. I know YouTube became a dark place, but like, where else am I going to get the ASMR vids, you know? They're good things on YouTube. Yeah, YouTube. YouTube. Mike likes Zayton. Zayton. (laughs) Zayton. Do you think it's a play on the word Satan? Zayton? Like Satan, like the... The vegetarian food? Well, I was thinking the 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 the, the biblical figure. Yeah, the biblical figure. But I'll go with I always say Satan. Satan, so it doesn't sound like Satan. <laughs> yes. Yes. 
but this particular Zayton is a restaurant in Dallas. We got some carryout for lunch because it was in walking distance to our hotel and Mediterranean sounded good. And then we're completely blown away by how good the food was. So as a bonus, like, <laughs> so as a bonus, like it, Sam, I'm having a hard time <laughs> with this sense. So a bonus like is that when I like a restaurant chosen simply for proximity and it turns out to be incredible. That's cool. Yeah, man. Yeah. I'm interested in the Zayton, obviously, still. <laughs> All right. Zach likes D&D and D. Do you yeah. want to explain D&D and D to me, Sam? So our friend Scott has started a Dungeons and Dragons. Friend of the show. Friend of the show. Scott has started a Dungeons and Dragons game with uh, you and I and two other dads. And so we call it Dungeons and Dragons and Dads. So D&D and D. Yes. And Scott is an artist and he has made some amazing real life stuff that goes beyond expectations yeah even that is underselling the reality of what this man has crafted with his two hands um zach continues biking at night i freaking love biking at night nightwing gosh i love nightwing which is what i call biking at night yep and zach lakes neighborhood pool opening i must say i was in this same neighborhood pool the other day it was friday and or it might have been Thursday. It was Thursday. And I was at work and I was on the way home and was texting my wife and I'm like, well, you want to go to the pool? And like, yeah. And she's like, yeah, let's go to the pool. And the kids don't have homework. And we went to the pool and I had a allergy fog, but I just got in the pool and I just kind of like chilled out and the chlorine like cleared my pipes. Great. And I was just like, this is a great place to be. Pools are cool, man. I've seen. Um, There's no pool in my school. Not even on the roof. Is that a reference? It is a song. There's no pool in my school. There's no school in my pool. Who? Okay. And Mike Gerudo's coming. It's by the Aquabats. They're uh, oh, superheroes who also Aquabats. play punk yes. music. We just talked about the Aquabats at some point. Someone. Me and someone. <laughs> Flamingos in the men's room, which I'm guessing is a. Tw- it's a Twitter name. A Twitter handle likes. Makeup videos on YouTube. I assume that is cosmetics and not like people who have just had an argument. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Who are getting back together. Did you see? So that would be delightful, actually. <laughs> but yes. it would be hard to search for. Oh, yeah. Google like, collisions all over the place. Makeup tips. And it's like, all right, so you got to get some flowers. <laughs> <laughs> How do I apply the flowers? <laughs> yeah. um, Michael likes a second Negroni. What's a Negroni? Is that it's a, a snake? <laughs> a second? No, it is. A, it is a drink. It, it sounds a, like an undead snake. It's an undead snake, yeah. like a like a zombie snake. Um, I'm gonna have it. It probably has more agency than a zombie. Mm, okay. All right. Uh, Courtney likes working in the garden, wandering through bookstores, wigs, wine, and feminism. That sounds like a good name of like. An outing or something. Wigs, wine, and feminism. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Val, who is my wife, likes being proud of my friends. It's the best feeling. And long post-school playground hangouts where lots of in zone parenting happens. And this is a different thing. Another thing. Hello Lovelies, an audio book written by Haley DeRoche that is available on Audible and seeing my work in physical therapy pay off. That's a lot of awesome things. It is a lot of awesome things. Karen likes, I like that you wrote this. You meaning me. That's you, Sam. And I'm wondering if you made it to the damn beach last year. And this is a link to something that you wrote for a Richmond Family Magazine. Right. It was, uh, I basically committed in print to go to the beach last summer. 
Did you go? No. <laughs> <laughs> Fools. <laughs> uh, but we did discover that you can go to the mountains off season and hang out at a resort there and swim in the pool. Pools and are cool, man. Chill. As, as previously discussed, pools yeah. are great. There is like a, a nearer beach that some of my friends go to that I think might be like on this side of the bay. And it's like an I've e- heard of that thing. Yeah, it's like an easier to get to beach if you're just trying to like beach for a day. We also done the the Sharondo Lake. Oh yes, which is mm-hmm. the which is a lake in the mountains yeah. where that has like a little beach area. Let me ask you this: Did you do that? Last Riddle me year? this, Batman. No, we didn't do that either. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> All right, continuing. RVA Brick likes Legos. You skipped did one. I skip one? No, you didn't skip I one. I did not. RVA Brick. <laughs> RVA Brick likes Legos specifically. Ethics in bricks. I want to tap on this link, Sam, but I've learned that there's no tapping allowed while we're recording. You can do it on your iPad that's not hooked up to anything. Nope, too scared. <laughs> RVA Brick continues. And our own news in bricks, sh- shameless self promotion. And then here's a here's a link um, that we'll put in the show notes. I assume, right? Um, I'll allow it. Okay. This is and this is like take you you take the news uh-huh. and it is reconstructed in Lego. Oh, it's pretty you cool. Used to have that on your professional web zone. This is the same person. Oh, cool. I think I'm almost positive. I'm interested too to tap in ethics and bricks. So I will tap. We'll tap on these things and put them in the show notes. Um, continuing the web comics, Lunar Babon, Lunar Babon, Babon. Is that an elephant? I don't know. <laughs> which hits you in the feels and stand still, stay silent. Which is ongoing post-apocalyptic saga based in Norway, Sweden, and Finland. That sounds good. Yeah. Is that also a web comic? I wonder. I think so. Man, I got a lot of work to do from this one set of likes. I got work to do. Christopher likes biking around and learning about infrastructure with me, Ross Catro. But I think I liked biking home afterwards with Pedal Faster Ross, which is the other Ross on empty streets even more. Ooh, <laughs> competing Rosses. We had that was just the same hangout. We were all together biking. Oh, cool. So you, you biked around learning about infrastructure? Yeah, dude. It was a ton of fun. Tell we, me more. We had me and my pal Max did a oh this is a this is hilarious i had to clear it with you first you and did I, I did clear this with oh you yeah, first, yeah, yeah but <laughs> we had a we had a max and ross bike things infrastructure tour oh that's clever isn't it yeah i feel i felt real strong about it um <laughs> but yeah we got like 40 folks on bikes together whoa and we rode through the streets of richmond around looking at all of our new bike pedestrian and transit infrastructure and like did some Whoa. talking at certain points and then ended up at Stone Brewing. Of and, course. And drank all these beers where like I didn't have to buy any of my beers because people just kept buying beers. Yeah, it's great. Hmm, how, do, how, do, how do we make that happen again? Listen, we could just host our own. In, we'll just have Sam and Ross like things. At a bar? At a bar. I'm sure someone will buy us beer. I, th- this ingenious. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> anyway, that was a lot of fun. Shh, and then we'll tell anybody. <laughs> And then we uh, we rode our we rode our bikes home at night, and it was great. We had this, oh, Sam. We had this great. That's thing. a far ride. Yeah, it was. It was probably that's probably eight miles from my home. Can you get farther away in Richmond City? No, not very far. Uh, you could probably get farther away on the south side. Yeah, yeah, I guess you could, but not very far. Um, we did the thing. We had the thing that I love when you bike in at night and you have a big squad. So we left Stone as like a squad of like twelve. Right, and then as we got through the city like folks peeled bye, off bye. yeah and so our group got smaller and smaller and smaller until it was just two of us and i just 
I like really enjoy that. Yeah, that's a cool thing. Um, Scott likes crafting D and D scenery. This is the aforementioned Scott. It is, and I like how it's just three words: crafting D and D scenery. But, but that underplays like he's making stuff out of foam. It looks like it's made of stone, but it's foam. It's incredible. I wish. Yeah, and then we say this is incredible. He's like, it's just foam that I did all this. I did blah 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 and other technique and blah blah other technique. I think saying even saying the word foam is it downplays. Yeah, it. It, it, you're not getting the right image in your mind yeah. at all. Yeah, um, we're gonna. Can I put a picture in the show notes? I I, I have I, one. I, I took. I, one. I would. Okay, great, great, great. Molly likes eavesdropping at people at the neighborhood pool. You learn a lot. Mm. That that's you, Sam. Where you, everyone? Oh, there's Sam. He's in his allergy haze, and you're really just out there with with the with the, with the ears with up. the ear earphones. Yeah. Um, here's the here's a double plof. Double plof all the way across the sky. <laughs> plof <laughs> likes making sorbet. Sorbet. If we collected all of his likes over the it past would be delicious. Years, and yeah. What I want to do is I want to collect all his likes and then make him make me all the things in his likes, and then eat them all. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, Thad likes signatures on petitions. Thad mm-hmm. is a person running for city council in the city. Oh, of so he's out there. Yeah. Where is he running? Fifth district. One, two, three, four, five. That's right. John likes public water fountains. Hmm. Like, like, a, like a ornamental or a drinking? I think drinking. Yeah, I'm into those. Mm-hmm. We don't have enough of those anymore. Because there was a link attached to this that didn't make it into the note. And when I tapped on it, there was it was a map of them. Um, and there's a map of where all the public water fountains are. Yes, and so I think it would be weird to make a map. Of, and there was only like six or seven, and so it would be That's weird. That's not a lot. No, it's not. It would be weird to make a map of just other fountains, right? Like that's not easy. Yeah, no. One- that, that's a good idea. I'd like to see this map. Okay, if you remind me, we'll put it in the show notes. Yeah, there used to be a lot more public access to drinking mm-hmm. water. Yeah, I know. Yes, there's a cool one um, by the Bojangle statue with the cup. Yes, communal cup. Ew! Is wait. There used to be a thing called the communal cup. No, I know about the communal cup, but yeah. is there one there? I don't know. I didn't know that it was there until two seconds ago. Oh, you should go check it out. I'm scared to drink out of it, but I think you could drink out of it. Totally fine. It's just a pipe coming from the city, right? Yeah. Shoot. Uh, Rebecca likes two-year-olds. They get a bad rap, but man, they're hilarious. Mm-hmm. The $10 Kirkland Signature Pinot Noir. Price Club wine. <laughs> <laughs> Heck yeah. Bonaire, don't know how, but the air <laughs> the air really is quite cool over here. <laughs> What'd you say? It's Bon. <laughs> <laughs> and then finally, oh. Linda likes electricity. I'm also a fan. Me too. Me too. Though I have been, you know, when the power goes out and you know it's going to be out all night mm-hmm. and just how quiet the house is. Yeah, dude. Mm-hmm. And how like the natural rhythm of your night just changes so dramatically. Dude, our house is of two minds on power outs at night. I am with you. I think they're like a break and a calming reset. I like it when the power goes out before it's dark mm-hmm. and then it transitions into dark. Mm-hmm. It's like your, I don't know. I'm sure there's some science, but your body like notices that the lights went away. Yep, that's time. And for it's bed. totally chill, and it's a total bummer when you have to throw away food. Yeah. But besides that, like, I would contemplate: is there a way I can turn off every 
thing in the house, but like the essential thing and get that same experience. Yeah, I'm totally with you. I love the stillness and that's why I get irate how some of our neighbors have um, auto on generators. Yeah. And they just like sense when the power goes out and then instantly cut on. And it's like everyone else is like trying to chill with their windows open, listen to the dang crickets and cicadas. Anyway, this is a show about things I like. It is. Things I like. Crickets and cicadas. (laughs) 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 Anyway, that was a good list, Sam. That was a great list. I guess. um, That was an epic list, actually. Epic list. It was very long. Good. Uh, Good long. And uh, this is the point in the show where we talk about our Patreon, which is at uh, patreon.com slash Sam and Ross like things at the top. And it is a way that you, the listeners... You wouldn't type in at the top, though. You could. I guess we'll have to get that URL (laughs) slug, too. Uh, It's a way that you, the listeners, can give us money for um, when we put out an episode. And that helps us cover our costs. I just had the Squarespace bill come in. And my my spouse, Kat, who is now in charge of the YNAB... Yeah. Say, oh yeah, we'll just that's this just comes out of the the salt salt fund. Nice, and it was just like, zoop, and was it was it a sufficient amount in the salt fund? I believe it was because we are now as a podcast able to not only pay for the hosting but paying for the PO box fee as well. Whoa, we're just a couple steps away from that two hundred thousand dollar goal. No, and I did add there is now a new tier. Okay, which I forget what how much I put it at. But at a certain point, you and I both get nacho cheese dispensers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right? I so, hope. I, is it an, an achievable tier? Um, probably not. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but, Fair enough. That's fine. Yeah, but it, it's hope. It's hope. It's hope. Yeah, that's what really keeps me going. And apparently, I think it was Plofmaster said that you could b- make a bespoke one for far cheaper than a prefab one on Amazon. And to that, I say, will you make me one? <laughs> yeah, put, let's put it on a list of things that he's got to make. <laughs> hey, I know we're talking about giving. Oh, up. yeah, yeah. So we really appreciate it. Oh, I was going to tangent again. You're going to okay. go back. We're, okay, come back. Come back. We appreciate it. Thank you, all of the patrons so far. We we, we love you guys. Um, sorry. We love you folks. Yeah. And what I wanted to say, Sam, was, oh, wait, I'll talk about it in my like, Prime. Never mind. Never mind, Sam. Okay. Well, I'm, let's go straight I'm, to it. Let's yeah. go straight to it. It's a, it's a episode 68. Yep. And I, I even forget the mnemonic. You're odd, so I go first. You wish I were odd, Sam. <laughs> you're, you're odd. Oh, because you're you have, lame because you're even. You have three letters in your name. You're never prime. And so you're odd. I have four letters you're in my name. You're prime once. So you're I'm prime even. once. It's so simple. You're only prime once. I, it, what does that even mean? There's only one even prime number? Oh, you're only, yeah, that's true. I'm in, I feel like and, I'm in my prime yeah. all the time. Hey, like that. Like when you rhyme. <laughs> anyway, it's even. On a peanut. It's, I'm going first. So, Russ, what yep. you like this episode is camping. Yes. Camping. So, tell me about your camping. I have been camping for a long amount of time of my life. Ooh. I was a Boy Scout. Whoa. Were you a Cub Scout before I that? I was a Cub Scout before Were you then. a Tiger Cub? No, because I didn't live in America during the Tiger Cub time. Were you some other foreign type of scouting? No, you know what? We did, um, at the time, they were called Indian Guides. Um, yeah. I did that. And then I left America, and then I came back for Cub Scouts. Yep, and um, that program is 
a whole lot less racist now. Yeah, and it's Y guides now, right? Is that right? Yeah. Um, so yeah, we did. We did. I did Boy Scouts for, and you know, obviously, Boy Scouts are not without their terrible, terrible bigotry things. Yeah. Um, but the camping community, the camping with your pals aspect. I hear you. I I was never a Boy Scout, but I hear that. Um, throwing different chemicals into the fire is a thing that Boy Scouts do. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> I mean, yeah, and just throwing things into the fire in general. There's there's lots of stuff. So my son doesn't do Boy Scouts now, but like that's like a thing that I'm a little sad about. It's just that we should go camping more because it's a lot of fun to camp. It is. To camp with your pals. Or tell me, yeah, so it's been a part of your life. Um, yeah, after, um, after, high, after high school graduation, I didn't do Beach Week. I did week-long camping trip on the Appalachian Trail. Oh, cool. Um, backpacking trip. And then I kind of like stopped because it's like, well, I don't know, going to college, working. But we've gotten now like a group of dads who bring all oh, of the great. children camping. And it's great. It feels like I'm back. Uh, my kid is almost old enough where I can force him to do like arduous hikes, which oh. is what I'm after. And so we've been doing it more lately. We've been doing about twice a year. We've gone camping, and I think we could. I think we're almost to the point where we can maybe like turn it up to three times a year. Whoa! Um, which I think would be great. So describe um, your experience. So it's you and your son and a bunch of other dads. Are there any other campout experiences? Does your spouse? No, my spouse uh, Val, whom I'm married to, is not a super big fan of camping. But Sam, but but so my is she a fan of you being gone? Yeah, so okay, <laughs> trying to figure out where to start here. Um, our spring camping trip is on Mother's Day weekend. And oh, that, that present. Is, yeah, that is the gift, is we'll remove all of the children from the mothers, and we go camping with them. The children, not the mothers. Yeah. Um, and so we've been doing that for a bunch of years now. And it is, so my platonic ideal of camping, I think, is is backpacking that's what i really in my heart wish we were doing like i want to carry all the things that we have i want to bring nothing i want to be very uncomfortable for the whole entire time and i want to walk like 20 miles a day but you can't really do that with like four-year-olds so we've 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 been doing car camping he's making finger quotes yeah can you hear him and using his finger quote quote voice camping and i felt that that was such like a a sellout of camping for the longest time but then you had kids but then kids guess what car camping's freaking great yeah, I love it. So we've been for the past couple of years, we've been like floating around, but we've kind of like just settled on going to Pocahontas for Mother's Day weekend. Have you been to Pocahontas State Park for camping? I haven't actually been there, dude. This is great, and I, this is like the 1950s American picture of what camping is. Sure, um, you go, you drive in there, you've got like a parking space, yep, and a flat spot next to it, and a fire pit. Yeah, cool. Sounds like Shenandoah. It's great. It's great. We uh. This year we brought bikes for all the kids. It was three cool. dads, nine kids, and just a ton of bikes. Nice, <laughs> like freaking ton of bikes. Ton of bikes. And they like rode some trails. They basically rode around because there's like streets back there, right? Because it's car camping, so streets everywhere. Right? Yeah. And they rode around and rode around. It was awesome. That's awesome. You know, you do the hot. Everyone ate a hundred hot dogs. Yeah. Oh um, yeah. Chips, a thousand chips. Some uh, burning hot marshmallows. Oh yeah, of course. It was it was it was great. Like we've got it down pretty good, and like there's a very low. Like we didn't bring plates. We didn't bring any napkins or paper towels or silverware. <laughs> and like <laughs> uh, it was fine. It was great. Yeah, because just hot dogs. Just hot dogs. And you, you got you got a stick. Yeah. Or what about a plate? Oh, why do you think we have buns? 
You know? Oh, it's like an edible plate. It is like an edible plate. In the morning, we, made, we were making eggs, and my JR was like, Put them on a bun. <laughs> he was like, how do I eat these? I was like, I don't know. What about this piece of bread? And he like, I was like just scoop it up with this bread. And he was like, why don't you make eggs like this at home? <laughs> you could. Yeah, we totally could. <laughs> so it's it's a lot That's of fun. Awesome. We've been like re-upgrading my camping gear situation, supply, because I had a bunch of gear, right? Right. and But probably not most car camping kid friendly. Right. It was like very small, very lightweight, very yeah. like unfriendly and, and unforgiving. And now we have like a, a nice four person tent. Um, we have like some nice. I'm gonna get, I'm gonna upgrade. Get everyone. Do you know about Crazy Creek camp chairs? Uh, yeah, those are the we call them butt chairs. Yeah, I love butt chairs are the best. Mm-hmm. And so mine just broke. Oh, this year. Um, and so I'm gonna I'm gonna upgrade. I'm gonna get everyone, me and my family, new butt chairs. Oh, real stoked about that. But yeah, so it's 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 reintroduced itself back into my life awesome um we i've only ever done car camping i didn't can't actually go camping until i think college um my wife was a boy scout and did the trail camping and she's like this isn't re- car camping this isn't real camping yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. um and we've done it we've like camped out at music festivals um that's super cool um i do uh the y guides now uh, with my two daughters, and that's nice. The best part of that is I came up with our family rules for camping, uh-huh. which are let me uh, we've got two, we've got three genres overall camping rules don't run near the fire. Yeah, good. Go everywhere with a buddy. That's also good. You're responsible for your own stuff. Oh, that's great. That last one is stress alleviating in all kinds of ways. I was okay when I was taking one kid. But once I started taking two, I'm like, nope, I, you're responsible for your own stuff. You bring it on the trip, and it's lost. It's gone forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, if it's your favorite stuffy, like, I can't handle I can't handle it. Yeah. Like, I will buy you a flashlight that I don't care if you lose because you're going to lose it. <laughs> but you're responsible for your own stuff. And that had made the camping so less stressful. Some of the other Y-Guide parents can attest that first one where I had two, and Lorelai was only five. Oh, man, I was a big, I was a wreck. Anyway, so those yeah. are the rules. And then, then there are the tent rules. No shoes in the tent. No sh- Number one, no shoes in the tent. Number yeah. two, no food in the tent. Yep. Number three, close the flap. These are great rules. We, have, we haven't ever talked about no food in the tent, but I think just because if someone brought food in the tent, I would be aghast. Right? <laughs> yeah. Close the flap. Close the flap. And then the canoeing rules, which are don't rock the boat, don't rock the boat, don't rock the boat. Those are good. Yeah. I think we, we definitely have no shoes in the tent. Close the flap. We have. Um, we had to institute wear shoes by the fire, which is like related oh, yeah, to yeah. no running by the fire. Um, and once a stick goes in the fire, it needs to stay in the fire. Oh, yeah. I, I would say one of my like primes and still a top like prime is uh, poking the ground with a stick. And I would consider the fire ground. So yeah, yeah. poking a fire with a stick. Oh, it's the best. You just can't wave it around like a sword after it's No, 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 no. Once it's in the fire, it stays in the fire. Yeah. Yeah. That's great, man. Um, but I, lo- I like camping too. Um, it's, it's, it's a fair amount of... I don't know how much I would do it if it weren't for this organized thing, which it's super casual, but like yeah. there's a date and like we're like, we're all going on this day. We've done other camping and it's fun. Like we camped out at Sharando, Shiran- and that was super great because you could just wake up first thing in the morning, go swim in a lake. 
Yeah, that's cool. And uh, we've done, uh, we did Shenandoah, I think last, we did Shenandoah last summer, and that was great. I want to do that more. Right, so just to close this out, I want to, so that with other time we go camping mm-hmm. is um, in preparation for our church harvest party. And it's when we, a lot of people come out the night before and we camp and we start prepping the food because we just make a ton of food. And my responsibility is the Brunswick stew. Ooh. So what you have to do the night before is you have to roast like eight chickens. So we'll go out and we'll camp. We'll, the kids will run around. We'll put them to bed and then we'll roast these eight chickens and like pick all the meat off first using the meat in the stew tomorrow, but also the, the bones to make the stock for the stew in the, in the early, early morning. Um, this is my favorite camping trip because like, it's such a sweet hang. There's stuff to do. Yeah. A lot of that, like it was easier this year when we went to Pocahontas to find stuff to do with the kids, mostly because of the bikes. Yeah. But like, there's like tasks to be done. So there's like stuff. That's what I liked about backpacking is like there was, you didn't have to fill your day because you just walked all day. But this is why I really like the harvest party camping because there's stuff to do. And then this is how it ties back to the nacho cheese dispenser, Sam. Mm Mm-hmm. Every year at this harvest party, we try to do like a bigger and bigger, better thing. We started with like smoking a whole pig. We still do that. And then we've added the Brunswick stew. Like making a Brunswick stew takes the entire day. Yeah. It's like a 12-hour process. And there's other stuff too. We have a dessert competition. There's all these things going. This year, Sam, I'm going to buy an enormous amount of nacho cheese. Whoa. And put it in like a cauldron-y sort of thing. And, yeah. And so it we have like always hot nacho yes. cheese. Yes. And like what you want to put it on the barbecue? Cool. That sounds delicious. You want to like pour it on whatever else? Hot you dog. You will like, run out. I think so too. You're going to run out of that I'm, cheese. I'm like really excited about it. <laughs> I'm into it. I'm into it. Okay. Whew. That was a lot. That's a great like. Okay, Sam. Yeah. Your like. Yeah. Is a like of mine as well. Yeah. Paul Rudd. Oh, I got such a man crush on Paul Rudd. The immortal Paul Rudd. Yeah, he's yeah, he's uh, yeah, he's he's great. So uh, this is actor Paul Rudd. Yes. Uh, I first uh, became aware of Paul Rudd in the movie Clueless. Yes. Where he plays spoiler alert the eventual boyfriend of Cher. I think that's probably where I became aware of him too. Yeah, is that I his first know. role? Does he have roles before that? I don't know. I don't know. But I like him in 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 so many things so he i don't know when he got involved with all this the people on the state but he's part of that crew so it was wet hot american summer and the 10 and Wet hot american summer is maybe my favorite paul rudd yeah (laughs) when he he scoffs Mm -hmm. he's one of the best scoffers yeah uh uh of course you know uh, i saw Mm ant-man uh it's probably my favorite marvel movie is it really yeah I've only seen the second one because the first one's not streaming anywhere. Oh. But I will rent it. Yeah. And I like his comedy movies. So when he just had those cameo roles and then I Love You Man. Yep. And even the one where uh, role models where he dresses up like Kiss and LARPs. Wow, I haven't seen that one. Yeah. But my favorite Paul Rudd movie is this movie that is my watch it when I'm sick movie. I've probably seen it so many times. It's like one of my favorite movies of all time. It's called my idiot, our idiot brother. Oh yes. And it's, I feel like you quote this movie. (laughs) I don't know that I quote it, but it's a movie where in the first five minutes, um, Paul Rudd plays this stoner guy who's way into like organic gardening and he sells weed to tries to sell weed to an, a uniformed police officer (laughs) who comes up to him and says, 
oh man, I'm just feeling really down. Do you have any, you know, <laughs> and he says, oh no, I can't do that office. He says, oh, okay, I understand. And then he just tells it to him. <laughs> but anyway, it's a great movie. It makes me feel all the feels and he's just so earnest mm-hmm. and, and nice. And like the, the, the spoil again, spoiler alert, like the climax of the movie is him like just getting mad for the first time. For the first time. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Why do you think? I feel like he's. I'm not trying to say that he's the same character in every movie because I don't think he is, but he he's has. not. He has like a very Paul Rudd vibe, which I think is unique um, in male leads. The uh, other things, like some of the, the comedy things he puts in the world. Have you seen Celery Man? No, Tim and Eric. Okay. Whoa, he's on Tim and Eric. Yeah. So there's this video of Paul Rudd entering this '90s like computer zone. He's like, <laughs> uh, "Let's uh, let's uh, resume." He's talking to the computer. He's like, let's resume Celery Man. And I can't. Des- I will show this to you after we're done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can't describe a Tim and Eric. I can't. Thing, I words. can't describe it, but it's amazing. Um, and then that's where we learn about Tane. I don't know what that is. Yeah, you will. <laughs> and then this thing he's been doing on Conan O'Brien for like probably over 10 years. Are you familiar with the, um, you probably are because you listen to pizza at McDonald's, the McDonald's produced feature film Mac and Me? No. <laughs> well, it's this horrible movie. You can actually watch it um, on the new MST3K on Netflix. Oh, okay. They do a riff on it. But it's this movie, this horrible movie. And there's this scene where... This <laughs> this kid is in a wheelchair and he loses control of his wheelchair and it rolls down this hill and then it hits a rock and he fly- and he flies off this giant cliff but it's so um, laughably done that like you like this like a boy 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 clearly a doll <laughs> flying off the cliff in a McDonald's movie yeah anyway it's anyway so <laughs> Paul Rudd for the past 10, 15, maybe even. 20 years i don't know has been going on conan o'brien and he will say he's about to show a clip of his movie and he shows that scene from mac and me instead (laughs) what (laughs) really so he'll say oh yeah um this is a scene from i love you man and then it'll just be this (laughs) the same scene of the kid in the wheelchair going down the hill (laughs) what in the world yep and he's done that somebody like he'll say okay sorry sorry (laughs) I'm going to show the real clip now. And then he shows the clip again. <laughs> and, and, and for Ant-Man, he says, okay, fine. Here's a clip from Ant-Man. And then they show uh, the, the trailer, for, like part of the a clip from Ant-Man. And it's, um, Michael Douglas saying, like, first you have to learn how to like be control the ants. And it shows Ant-Man running with ants. And he comes up through the ground. And it's the secret <laughs> <laughs> they just put Ant Man in it. <laughs> You're tickled. Anyway, I could talk. I don't know if there's a Paul Rudd movie I haven't liked. Let's have we have you pulled up the filmography? I uh, haven't. Let's let's do it. Okay. Okay. Here. <laughs> okay. The coded looks so angry. It is enormous. This filmography. Okay. Yeah. First appearance, Clueless. Awesome. Um, I'm sure was, Marky Mark would. He had a part yeah, in. He was Baz. No, oh, he was. Um, he in was Baz Luhrmann. He was. Yeah, he was the uh, the guy that Juliet's supposed to get with. Who I forget his the character's name. 
Like the good guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Paris. Paris. Uh, let's see. I'm just looking through. The locusts. No one's probably ever heard of that. Overnight delivery. The object of my affection. I've heard of those. The ones. object of my affection. Is that the like? Is that the parody one that he did with Amy Poehler? No. <laughs> that was they came together. <laughs> he was in he was in the Cider House rules? Probably. I didn't I don't see that one. Weird. Sorry, I'm just re- Oh yeah, obviously Anchorman. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good in Anchorman. Um 40-year-old virgin he was in that Night at the Museum. See that? Oh yeah, here he's in the re- Oh, I like this is 40 too. This yep. is 40 is good. Yeah, it's like he he like Yeah, I'm interested. He's in Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Yeah, he's the he's the he's the the surf instructor. <laughs> do you think do you think he'll like become like what's what's old old Paul Rudd's life look like? I think it looks a lot like current Paul Rudd. Yeah, probably. It's yeah. probably really amazing and funny. Yep. Kind of like a Ted Danson situation, maybe. I think yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I like aspire to be that. Like if you can if you can be like an old dude and still like crushing it. Yeah. Not cr- I mean, like lots of old dudes are crushing it, you know. But like, right, right, right. Still like hilarious and having a good time. Yeah, I will see any movie with Paul Rudd in it. Will you see Sausage Party starring Paul Rudd? Was that a movie? It uh, was. It was a voice. Yeah, it was a voice. I don't know. I don't. I, I need it. I need it. I need. I need some Paul Rudd visuals to make it the complete picture. What about Fun Mom Dinner? I don't know anything about. Also, Fun Mom the Dinner. executive producer of Fun Mom Dinner. I will have to see that. <laughs> cool Sam this is great I'm gonna actually put some of these on my list too because I haven't seen some of these and I should right. who doesn't love Paul Rudd yeah I, I mean, he's great cool thanks Ross thanks Sam what happens now we do some quick hits quick hits quick hits quick hits so I loaded up on quick hits because there's some awesome stuff that has been in my life. The first is, and I showed this to my kids, there is, it's approximately 45 minutes long. Are you familiar with Dungeons and Dragons? Mm, I've heard of it. Yeah. Are you familiar with Critical Role? No. So it's this like super popular, let's watch people play D&D thing oh, on a, YouTube. A let's play. Yeah, a let's play. And it's all voice actors. Oh, cool. Anyway. The DMD, the, the, sorry, the DM for that um, show is really good. And so what happened was for Red Nose Day, which is a charity thing uh, for child, hunger, hungry children, uh, th- he ran a one-on-one D&D session for Stephen Colbert. Whoa. Who hadn't played D&D since he was a teenager. Okay. And it's this one-on-one session, and it's super well done. And you just see f- at the beginning, Stephen's just like, Okay, I'm here. I'm doing a thing. But then you see this like childish joy in his face and in his eyes extend and he's just <laughs> be- by the end by the end he's beaming. <laughs> and it's just this great adventure. There's even like an emotional kick to it and you just see Stephen Colbert just like become a kid. Whoa, and it's just him? It's just him and the DM. Cool. And so I'll put a link in the show notes. Thank you. And then I've got Two paper books I've been reading. One first was recommended by Tracy Corrects and Clarifies, which I'm handing to you now. It is called How to Do No. Oh, you've mentioned this before. How to yeah. Do Nothing, Resisting the Attention Economy by Jenny O'Dell. And it's pretty good. I recommend it. It is talks about how to be, it's not so much how to do nothing, but more how to uh, sort of mindfulness and things like cool. that. And uh, 
Uh, the other I got from the library just on a whim. It is called How We Win by George Lakey. Uh, and it's a guide to nonviolent direct action campaigning. Oh, cool. Neat. And it has some interviews in it and talks a lot about how not to be a managerial, preachy, middle-class, white activist. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you can be that. You can be a white activist, but not with the managerial, preachy gotcha. stuff. And, uh, yeah. That's cool. I'm going to say my quick hit now. Quick hit. And it is the Greek festival. Ooh. Richmond has a cool Greek festival. And I would say that we, ha- we have um, the uh, the URL for the Greek festival. Do you know what it is, Sam? Uh-uh. Greekfestival.com. Whoa. That's they right. got it? That's how the you, TLD? The TLD. That's how you know our Greek festival crushes. They have <laughs> the best Greek festival URL. Um, it's a good Greek festival. And this year- Is there Spanakopita? Listen, Sam. Are there Euros? There is everything. Ooh. And this year, we did the Greek festival in the best possible way. And I was tell very me, proud. Me, me more. Because, you know, like, it's hot. It's a summer. Yeah. There's humans. You yeah. got to drive there. Uh. Um, but check this out. So we you went- take the bus. You could take a bus. That is true. I had my whole family, and we were on the edge of maybe not going. Living on the edge. It was a bad edge to be living on. Oh, no. And so, Oh, did you have the hunger grumps? Well, so here's what we did, Sam. We didn't because- You we, pre-gamed? We went at like 3.30 in the afternoon. Oh. And our goal was to eat calamari. Did you? Yes. And to get um, a big box of desserts to take home. Oh, that's genius. Yeah, it really was genius because guess what? There's a million mile long line for the, as you said, heroes. And uh, I'm not, I didn't want to wait in that line. No. But who was waiting in line for the calamari? Just me and my son trying to get a big thing of calamari. I think if, if you were adults and you didn't have a child, or even if you did have a child and want to make them wait around, you could do that same thing, but add in a bottle of wine and you're still like out of there. You know, you're not waiting in the. So you like the. The Greek part and the food part, but the festival part. Yes. Definitely. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I hear you. It was good. Ross, we did this show. We We did did it. We did it. I'm glad we did. I didn't get to say quick hits in that voice that I always do. Did you? I feel like I missed. You just did. Okay. I got it back in there. Just in time. (laughs) (laughs) It's time for bottom of the show. Uh, We would love you to send us a postcard and hopefully it will get to us. You could do that. To, by sending a postcard to Sam and Ross like things, care of Sam Davies, P.O. Box 25914, Richmond, Virginia, 23260-5914. And I actually gave Ross the second key to the P.O. Box, so it will be checked twice as often. Twice as frequently. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. I should probably go check my P.O. Box. <laughs> music. Music. All the, the music, music in the show is from the famous... Worldwide, Matt renowned friend you. of the show. Friend of the show. <laughs> Uh, yep, Max. Thanks, Matt, Max. Thanks. Who's Max? Max? Thanks, thanks, <laughs> thanks, Matt. <laughs> yes. <laughs> anyway, that was what good. What else Sam. do we do? Where show notes? Show, show notes. Notes. Sam where can you find like things? Dot com. Right at the top. Right at You'll the find top. them there. Sam, right where can we top. find you on the internet? Most of the time these days, you can. I will post uh, before we record next on my Twitter, which is at Mr. Beefy, but you can read most most uh, everything else on my web zone, which is samdavies.me. I've been enjoying your web zone lately. Thanks. And your re- reclamation of short posts onto your own site. Yeah, I like putting them there. Uh, and you can find me at 
Ross Catro, that's R-O-S-S-C-A-T-R-O-W on all the things, I guess. I got a web zone, ross.catro.net. I don't know. I like when you you did a great, I like your photos. You, you Thanks, put great man. photos on there. I've been having fun taking photos lately, and it's Excellent. a good place to put them. Whew. Thanks, everybody. All right, man. Good night. I'll see you in a fortnight. Bye. Bye.